I just want to say a few sentences, then my wife will say a few more sentences, and then we have uh, Sean Gabb. Um, I just want to say some very few things about the PFS. There will be more systematic things to say about it on Sunday at my uh, uh, closing, closing lecture. Um, here I only want to remark that we started at a very small gathering 10 years ago. Um, most people were attendees from the United States um, because I had worked in the United States for almost 25 years and most of my contacts were of course United States people. Um, in the meantime, you see what has come of this and from where all the people uh, who attend this um, come. Um, and um, I'm quite satisfied to see in particular how many people we have who came here repeatedly. Um, there are quite a few people who came here uh, five times, six times, seven times, eight times. The other day I talked with Richard Lynn and we figured out he had been here out of these 10 meetings uh, eight times. He wasn't here at, for the very first meeting and once he was ill, but otherwise he was here every time. And there are quite a few people like this. And if people buy the same product, if you have repeat customers, <laughs> you must obviously doing something right. Um, so I'm satisfied to see I must have done something right here. Um, and I want to mention in particular that it is a personal joy for me also to have among the speakers quite a few who have actually attended the very first meeting. Let me just mention them. Uh, Tom DiLorenzo was here at the very first meeting. Sean Gabb was here at the very first meeting. Frank Van Dunn, who will speak on Sunday, was here for the very first meeting. Um, Guido Hülsmann, who will arrive tonight, will be a speaker tomorrow. He was here for the very first meeting. Um, Enrico Colombato was here for the very first meeting. And also Stefan Kinsella was here for the very first meeting. So we have also shown staying power to... Oh, yeah, but you, you were also here for... I mean, just mentioned the speakers who had been here for the... For, uh, <laughs> Deanna, you are right. You were here for the first meeting. I know. I just mentioned. I, I just mentioned. <laughs> Deanna, Deanna, I I apologize, but I did I did express myself correctly. I said that we have people here, being speakers who were also speakers at the very first meeting. <laughs> Did I, did I say that or did I not say that? 
All right. But <laughs> so with this, I'll give, I'll give the word to my wife, and maybe she has to say something even nicer to Deanna. I <laughs> You see what kind of sexist person I have to deal with. <laughs> he especially moved to the Middle East to, to have a mellower wife, you know. <laughs> Before he had an American wife, but I mean, uh, he decided at a certain point in his life, no, this can't do, you know, so <laughs> let's go Middle East where the wives are a little more humble. <laughs> <But> <laughs> And Diana, it was, I insisted on you be the first speaker here. Otherwise, maybe the next 10 years, nobody would, no woman ever would have talked here. I have to go so, <laughs> so, so um, maybe you know that I have a PhD uh, on economics and especially on Misesian economics. Mises' contributions to economic thought. So some of you who were not so sexist uh, dared to ask me, you are an economist, I mean, you have a PhD, why do you never speak, you know? And uh, the reason is, whenever I come up with an idea, oh, Hans, see, can't I talk on this subject? He says, but you have to be very prepared. It has, it has to be very good. And then I say, but Hans, uh, some of the speakers are not so good, you know. <laughs> One guy from Britain, what was his name? He even talked about reading books or something like that, you know. So, so whatever, but he's my husband and uh, <laughs> humbly I played my role so far. But <laughs> Last night after I realized Norman Stone is not here, I grabbed the opportunity and I had this epiphany that I have to talk. <laughs> of course, I didn't dare to talk on a, a theory subject, whatever, you know, on something of higher value. But, <laughs> but I decided I talk to you about the background and the making of the PFS, how it started. It's a very personal, private account, and uh, you probably don't all know how it all started. Uh, in 2003, I decided to do my PhD. I thought uh, you might better get a PhD than, I mean, before, you get a facelift, you might get a brain lift. So, so for, for doing a brain lift, I decided to do a PhD. And because I had worked for a couple of years at Istanbul University at the Institute for Banking, and the professors, many are my friends, I decided, okay, now I go there and do this. So uh, I started and they offered me subjects like, I was always intrigued with uh, Method and Menger and uh, Hayek. And then all of a sudden, I somewhere I ran across the name of Mises. And uh, although I don't look like it, once in a while I'm also a rebel. 
So this guy intrigued me and I said, okay, I do Mises. Are you sure or why don't you do Mises U-turn? That's the famous subject, you know, where uh, Hayek's U-turn, yeah. Why, uh, that uh, Hayek being a Mises scholar changes his mind after meeting Popper and uh, decides to, I mean, put uh, some space between himself and uh, Mises. Okay, but I said, no, no, no. I mean, because when I started to check where can I get something about Mises, in the library of Istanbul University, uh, because we did not uh, participate in World War II, uh, you could still get the uh, 1940 edition of Human Action. And so I did uh, start to read that and get, got uh, a few more uh, books. And then I ran across the Mises website. Uh, at the beginning I thought, uh, I mean my friends had recommended things like maybe you do something statistical, you know, you take some, some numbers from government and then you compare in economics, it goes that way, you know, it resembles this curve and that's it, you have your PhD. But I said, no, I said, no, no, I, I prefer to do some reading and because I love reading. And even if I would stop in the middle, I would have read something and learned something. But I never thought I have to go to Auburn, Alabama. You know, because if you look from here, it sounds also like a very strange place. <laughs> you know, to where? <laughs> to Auburn, Alabama. Okay, but I was already so far that I said, okay, now regardless of what, I am brave and I go to Auburn, Alabama. I went to the institute. Uh, the next possible date was uh, the supporters' summit, uh, with the title "Property War and Depression," if I'm not mistaken. And uh, Hans uh, was also, of course, a participant, and he had his book "Myth of National Defense." He, he was presenting, and uh, also it was the year when Ron Paul got uh, the Schlarbaum Prize. And uh, I had uh, decided I will talk, I will take every opportunity and I will talk to every professor because I'm a little bit of a shy, kind of a shy person, but I was sitting all in the front and, and taking notes and really try to catch their attention. So because of this, just because of this, I bought Hans' book. <laughs> and because I said, I have nothing to do with defense, I don't need his book, you know. And, and I codenamed him because he was somehow in a rush, uh, the professor with the flying hair, because his hair was <laughs> so professor flying hair. And I went to Hans and said, uh, professor, would you please sign uh, my book? And by the way, I can also speak German, just to get a little warming, you know, because he's also not the warmest person to chat up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he signed and I said, okay, I'm coming from Turkey and so on. And he said, okay, I was invited to Turkey, but I didn't find a sponsor, all business, of course. And uh, I said, okay, we might sponsor you. And that was it. I bought a bunch of books, went home and started to do my studies. Then in, finally in uh, 2005, 
he came uh, to Istanbul. And I was busy with uh, my daughter's university problems in the United States. So I put Jay in charge of him. I said, just take care of him. <laughs> He's an important person, and I will try to catch him. OK, so uh, two, two or three days, Jay took care of him. And then I, uh, I, uh, we were together, and we talked, and uh, he did his lectures. And after that, he just uh, went back to the United States. Uh, I was writing my PhD in Antalya. I had gone there to have my piece, and all of a sudden, the phone, phone rings. And a student, uh, a girl who had uh, listened to him, said, OK, you know Professor Hoppe because you sponsored him. Can't you send him an email that he helps? I want to go to Mises U. And I have a little difficulty with being accepted, and he might intervene. OK, just because of that, I just sent an email to Hans and said, OK, this and this girl wants to come to Mrs. U. Can you help? And he put a good word in. But just, just to be nice, I said, do you think I also need to come? You know? And he said, yes, which I didn't expect at all. You know? <laughs> so, so I said, OK, then I'd, I might as well. I uh, talked Jay into also joining me, and also my professor from Istanbul University, one of my professors, Kaya, who, uh, Kaya Ardic, who is also a very good friend, he accompanied me to the United States. Uh, uh, it was in Auburn, Alabama, during uh, that conference that uh, we became a little closer <laughs> with Hans during all those uh, going out for dinner, because you always have to make great plans to eat something in uh, Auburn. You know, it's not like here. You always have to make sure you catch with, team up with somebody that you get fed in the evening. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't know where to go. So whatever, in one of those dinners, he had the idea of, uh, of starting a conference. And uh, I wanted my PhD. So I. <laughs> Actually, I didn't care about any conference. You know? <laughs> but, but, and then uh, the name, it also sounded strange to me. Why? Because I, I was a Misesian. I was not a Hansian back then. I didn't do too much of reading also of his stuff. And on top, when he was supposed to come to Turkey, I thought, why of all these guys, this extreme guy has to come, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he actually has nothing to do with what I'm doing. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, Ralph Raiko uh, was, I think, the name father of property and uh, freedom society because you wanted to name it the Ararat Society. And I said on Google, it will all always appear together with the Armenian uh, problem, you know, because once you say Ararat, all the Armenians, uh, uh, Armenian culture moves in. And, and uh, so property and freedom was a better idea. Uh, then in uh, March, 2006, 
I wrote my PhD in Las Vegas, of all the places. In an apartment in Las Vegas, I, I did, uh, in one month, I did uh, uh, the whole, basically, and then I, at home, I made it nicer when, when I returned. And uh, this is important because March 26, I'm in Las Vegas and writing my PhD. And uh, Hans is moving here. May 2006 was our first conference. And in between also my father died, so it was really <laughs> not so easy to start the first conference, but he was so uh, determined to do it and believing in his idea that we anyway uh, decided to do it. And uh, with the support of all my family, uh, especially of Lale and of my other daughter, Yasmin, uh, also of my brother, Ergin, uh, we provided him with every help, also all our entourage and people who work for us tried to help and uh, we tried to make it, make it possible. Uh, it was not easy back then to bring people all the way from America or, or Australia or uh, whatever, all these countries you are coming from, to Bodrum in Turkey. You know, by now it's much, much easier because everybody knows and you know somebody who knows and who, uh, who was here and uh, you ask and they recommend. But back then, uh, nobody wanted to come here. It was very, very difficult besides of our few friends who were believing in us <laughs> and in this crazy project. Um, it was a time of bird flu. They said, no, no, there's bird flu, we don't travel. Whatever, we had to talk, talk, talk to people, and we really tried very hard to make the first conference happen. Uh, at the beginning, I, I was not really sure what uh, Hans had in mind with his conference, you know, because I'm an economist and I was thinking we will uh, talk about higher economic theory. You know, and uh, my favorite subject is method, which is extremely complicated. <laughs> and uh, Hans is also an expert in this. And um, but in his mind, there was a salon, like in old days, people had a salon for intellectuals. And uh, uh, for my uh, from my side, we even made. Uh, uh, seminar for young students in January. So was it three years? Two years. Two years in January we had here a small group and uh, we're talking uh, quite high-minded uh, ideas with young young kids. Uh, but in, in, in time uh, the conference developed into something like uh, a club med of conferences. <laughs> and it is, uh, I was thinking sometimes is club med a socialistic idea, but it is not. I was very happy to hear recently on German TV that it started, it was started by, uh, or attended at the beginning by Russian aristocrats. Because they didn't, they didn't have any money anymore, but they did not want to deal with money when they vacation, you know. So 
in the tent uh, villages there was no money and they were free of, of decisions and free of uh, once they paid, they were free all the time staying there about should I spend, should I drink another beer or whatever. You know? And we took over this idea because we love also to spend vacation in Club Med. <laughs> That and tried to avoid everything which, which was annoying uh, us and especially Hans in other conferences. Because if you go to so many conferences like Hans, uh, you exactly know what is good and what is bad about it. So if you in a city you don't know, you always have to look for a place where to eat, it is difficult. Constantly, you have to think, where am I going to have lunch? Where am I going to have dinner? Or should I go to the supermarket? And so So we try to make sure that here you leave this kind of worries outside and can concentrate on just talking to each other and socializing. And um, there is also, because everybody is in the same place, you have a lot of time to make private conversations and uh, come closer. And I think, in a way, we also became a club because when I saw last night how you all folks greeted each other, I mean, at the beginning, everybody, nobody was knowing no, uh, anybody, you know, so everybody was keeping a distance. <laughs> but by now, you are greeting each other uh, like a family. And uh, that's very, it's a good feeling. I think, like Hans was saying, it's a good product. And we hope... Uh, we will be strong enough to keep it going for a while. Uh, for the tenth year, we were actually um, planning more of, of a celebration and more some, uh, to prepare us in a uh, more f fancy way. But, and even Lale, my daughter, who is in charge of the hotel by now, together with uh, Jay, who is right now uh, running the hotel, basically, with Lale. Uh, she wanted to get married. And I said, no, 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 either you marry in May or you cannot marry the whole summer. It's out of question. Summer is conference. <laughs> Two weeks before the conference, you have to concentrate on it. We cannot think about any wedding. <laughs> And two days, uh, two two weeks afterwards, we are exhausted. We can't do wedding, you know. So, and I said, see, these people are serious people. They make their plans one year in advance. So you cannot play around with that. So the poor one, waiting, waiting, she became pregnant by divine intervention. So you see, we do some uh, small and funny sacrifices for the conference, <laughs> which is some background. And, and of course, because of, of the political situation, which was mentioned before, we did not really f uh, feel for too much of fireworks and so on, because in Turkey there's draft. And uh, if you have draft, whatever governments decide, everybody has to go along, and many young people die. Uh, without wishing to really go to war or, or, or participate in anything, you know. So there's a little dim mood all over. Uh, let's hope that it will improve. Uh, 
the whole politics of the Middle East is at the moment and also of this country is like a showcase for everything what Hans writes in his books. So thank you for listening to me and I hope it, uh, the, uh, the conference will continue in a wonderful fashion. <laughs>